Welcome back to the Zerth Podcast. Going early, yes, the boys are a bit shocked that I've already started, but yes, we're getting a move on. I like being prepared. We um, have potentially the most people's voices again, again. so we've got to get into Don't forget Jackson's. rapid fire. So Won't quick forget one. Jackson's. Quick. Jackson's actually in trouble. Ooh, he, he is in trouble, is I in know. Unders um, overs, how long do we think the people's voice is going to go for in regards to minutes? I'm sitting there strong 30 minutes. Oh, Probably 20, an hour and a half. Well, that's saying 20, 24 minutes, 24 and a half minutes. Um, I'm probably going to take the over. Oh, but that's fair. Depends. Uh, just a quick heads up. This could actually lose us some questions. Um, obviously, if you sent in yesterday through today or last week about a draft, Trade that has already happened. Or we obviously trade, can't yeah. answer it. Yeah. We will shout you out because we are of the people. Mm-hmm. So, um, breaking news, by the way. Perth man has been found murdered with wheat bix up his butt. No, I've seen. Police this. are now looking for a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Oh, why did you save that for the end? <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, Billy Brownless. <laughs> <laughs> you fraud. Saw that on Triple M. Your mug. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're all mugs. All right, let's get into it then. Let's start off with big cheese. First, he's got. I've got some pod questions. First, is um, NBA fantasy related? What sort of trade package would sway you to give up a top five player? Dynasty league, so all sorts of future picks can be involved. So you've got a top five player. Let's just say oh, Luca. Yep. What w- and in a dynasty league where you continue, you um, hold. I think I think his league specifics is like they hold seven. Yep. And then draft like the remaining, the remaining whatever it is. What would you have to? Be given up. It's a hard one. Can it, does it involve future picks or is it just players? No, yeah, yeah, future picks. Ooh, top five player. Yeah. So Dare say and each their own. Mm. Steph, Luca, mm. Giannis. Yep. Who else? Jokic. Yep. And KD. No, no, wouldn't KD. This is not the point of the question. It is because if it's, would you want one of those back in return deal? Well, if it's Luca who is twenty three, yep. you're asking for all the picks. All the swaps, the whole lot. Mm. If it's Steph, um, a slight downgrade on the position plus a couple maybe players and picks could be worth it. It's it's pretty oh not it's pretty NBA like really. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Luca, the whole farm, Steph, bit of the farm, and then maybe some of Rackages down the road yep. as well. Yep. Could Next question. Interesting. Uh, he goes, Do you believe that either Dunkley or Henley will go to the draft? They have not. Done. There they we go. We've and literally for our listeners. The trade period closed as of five About minutes ago. Five minutes ago. Yep. Five minutes ago. So we're live on the air. And finally, can someone, this is probably you, can Me? someone please yep. explain how draft points work and father-son selections as I have no fucking idea how a top four team ends up with the best talent in the draft, if I'm being honest. Who's this? Who's this? I'm going to say maybe Brisbane with Ashton. No, 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 man, who asked that? the question? Oh, Big Cheese. Andrew. Big Cheese. So essentially <laughs> each draft selection has a certain has a certain point value to it. So essentially, the higher your drafts, so pick one, you're worth a certain amount of points. Um, and each team has a father-son or academy selection. So let's use Brisbane for this instance. They've got a father-son who will be pick one and also someone who more than likely will go top 15. So it's very rare for that to happen. So two top 15 father-sons to Brisbane. So whenever, say, there's a bit ball, Carlton, or say, here we go, West Coast pick eight, for example, go, we want to pick up... Jasper Fletcher, who's aligned to Brisbane. For Brisbane to get Jasper Fletcher, they would have to use all their remaining draft picks later on to make up the points. So it's a rough way of thinking it, but it's essentially if you've had good dads come through your program and then the kids follow suit, you, they're tied to the club. So the, the player has to nominate. So even, it's not a, even better if you had two dads. Mm-hmm. Um, next, one. Sense. next one. Next one. Two uh, dads. Mm. Two names, you get it? Two dads. Uh, Hudson Babbage, a few questions. Uh, why would Ferro want a mirror? Talk about that later. Happened. Will Titch add value to the Pies and their fast um, game style? Talk about well, that later. We should talk about that. We'll have to do a massive footy content. Yeah, May as well course. go through big trades and if it works or if it doesn't. Mm. So, but yes, Mitchell to the Pies. Number yes. three, can Russ get the Broncos offense going? No. Friday was no. appalling. There's no. actually disgrace. Broncos country. Let's Did ride. I- here we go. Question for the group. Now, Dill, have you watched a bit of Broncos football or not really? Uh, just that game. 
Okay. Are you going to ask me? Have you watched? I'm 5-0 and in our NFL Fantasy League, so... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the expert around these parts. That's not the question, mate. Have you watched Broncos bar- football? I watched one game on one game. Uh, Amazon Prime. Sure. We're so, the thing Colts. is, Dill, Russ looks really bad at the moment. Yep. But it's not just his fault. Of course. He's playing dog shit, but it doesn't help when your coach has no <laughs> idea <laughs> what he's doing. So Disgusting. The thing with Russ, what made Russ great, Dill? When he was at Seattle... He was a fantastic deep thrower mm. and a fantastic runner. Yeah, I was going to say he could move. Yep. And he's reluctant to move and he's his old. deep throw is fucking shot, mate. Yep. So if you've got arguably your two best weapons not firing, that makes it pretty hard. Are you the same player? No. no can he get his not. deep ball back? Dare say you can. Could he run a bit more? I don't think he's – well, it's pretty clear that he doesn't want to. Yeah, so, for a reason. Um, so, yeah, answer no. Yep. Okay. Um, Jacko. Right, so Jacko's had a bit of tough luck in terms of the people's voice recently. I'm not going to go him hard here. Just it needs to be brought to attention. Okay? Well, he, he just needs to pull it back a little. So Jackson, so he sends me a he does perfect. Sends me a question throughout the week. Um, I say pretty much say remind me. He reminds us um, on Instagram and bang, I've got it screenshot ready to go. Today, twelve thirty-five. I'm sitting at my desk. Mm. That's cool. Mm. We have a problem. You have forgotten me again. I should be higher than fifth. I say, what do you what do you mean? Like mm-hmm. I said, my notes say you ended fifth last step. Yep. Which he did. Yes, he did. He then goes, what about the questions above? Referring mm. to the questions he sent me three days ago. Huh. Our last podcast was seven days ago. He goes, these were not answered. I take pride in bringing Champions League and Premier League questions to the pod. And now he goes, motivation to stand by this podcast is at an all-time low. I'm now an advocate for Hayden and Kobe's spin-off um, where those two know how to respect their fans. Dylan, now, I go, ha-ha, I'm confused. Those questions are being answered tonight. He goes, oh, what the fuck? I'm a week back. Fuck. I'm a terrible listener. I'm listening to last week's pod. So. <laughs> He's kicked me off the podcast for listening a week behind. I'm gonna defend. I'm gonna defend Jackson. Here. Oh, of course he is. The reason why I'm defending. What is Jackson, that to defend? No, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> He's gone with Kelly. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, no, no. This is not just randomly happened for Jackson. This has been a volcano eruption. This has slowly built up over time for Jackson to get to this point. Started right. by you. Not mentioning names. <laughs> all right. But Jackson, I'm here for you, brother. First and last warning. I think we can all admit. Okay, a lot of people ask, you know, how does the pod function? And I think we have a beautiful little triangle here. We all offer uh, different bits and pieces. And yes, we are driven by the people. But if our people aren't fucking switched on, <laughs> that's not our fault. That is correct. All right. All right. So sort your shit out. Yep. It's like put both hands above your head, Jackson. Do it right now. Oh, wait, you can't. Oh, that's a shoulder. Joke about the shoulder injury. Pussy ass That's bitch. rough. Be more than 45 kilos dripping wet, Jackson. Oh, no, mm. you can't. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he'll get it. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, shit. That oh, got shit. personal. But he has a question. Alrighty, you hear about uh, Borussia Dortmund home crowd, AC Milan's home crowd, um, Liverpool at Anfield, Perth Glory in the shed, and those atmospheres acro- um, across Europe. Across Europe, what team slash home crowd would you love to be amongst during a home quarterfinals league? So very specific of the Champions League, purely for atmosphere and experience of being a part of. Wait, hold Go. the phone before we start. I think I know Perth Glory to play at Macedonia Park this year rather yeah. than the shed. So, yeah. For our listeners, whereabouts exactly is Macedonia Park? Balcatta. In Macedonia? Oh. No. Okay. With a That's total crowd of about four, 3,000. I don't know why you'd name it Macedonia. Anyway, so because home crowd across Europe, what, te- what would we do? <clears throat> so this is going to be a bit... Obvious one's Anfield, mm. but I'm going to have real left field. Let's go to Turkey. All right. Playing in front of Galatasaray. No, the other team. Besiktas. I can't pronounce their name Besiktas. correctly. That's the one. If they make a quarterfinal deal, those fans are fucking insane. I'm talking atmosphere. I'm talking flares. I'm talking death. I'm talking- All right. That would be a serious, serious vibe. They are lunatics in Turkey. Galatasaray as well. Would love to be in that home stadium just for that match. Do they get belted? Yeah. Is there a chance I die? Massive chance. I want to run that risk. Massive chance. No, no, no. I'm going to the Palace of Death. I want to watch Celtic Rangers. 
Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Okay. That's where I want to Celtic be. Flair in the mouth. Celtic That's where for, I want to be. Imagine, <laughs> imagine Celtics Rangers quarterfinal Champions League. That would actually be people dying. There'd be murder. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, do? Um, oh, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm Can't not too Spurs? familiar. Say, no, I'm not Spurs. too familiar with like crowds and stuff. Sure. Um, in terms of the prem or yep. in terms of Europe. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Just send me to one San, of the big ones. Like San Siro would be a ripper. Like with um, Mason. Not going to be around much longer. So nah, don't get there. True. Yeah. Interesting. And his second question: If you could go back in time and watch any game of soccer live, what would you like to watch? He goes, as a Chelsea fan, I'd love to watch the Bayern uh, Chelsea final with the late Drogba header that sent the game to extra time. As a huge sucker for Gareth Bale early days, either the El Clasico Copa del Rey final where Bale scored the 90th winner, uh, where he got shoved out of bounds and still won the ball and carried um, on to score. So, if you go back any time and watch any game of soccer, what would it be? A live game? Mm. All over again. Yep. Liverpool's, I can't remember the year, uh, Ben Stockton, those diehard Liverpool supporters would know. I think it was the 2006 Champions League final, Liverpool versus AC Milan. AC Milan, I'm pretty sure up 3-1 at half. Mm. And then Liverpool come back, or might be 3-0 potentially, mm. at half, draw it after full time, go into extra time, go to penalties. Yeah, Liverpool win. So I, I think I'm going to do the pretty obvious one and go the Aguero goal. Yep, that too. Um, but little like, um, like point on from that little. Yeah. Imagine being at the Man United game at Ooh. the same time where mm. it finished and they were all waiting and mm. being in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. Aguero yeah. scored. That would be fascinating, wouldn't it? Dylan? Kobe, do you have Soccer history goes straight over my head. That's fair enough. Happens to the best. Of us. Aguero, the Aguero goal. Okay. That's all I've got for you. Let's go together. That's all I've got for you, mate. Is that good enough? No, it's good. Cool. Uh, Casey, he goes. So for starters, um, he sent through a good boy energies, good footy energies thing that you obviously opened and didn't reply to. That's mean. You should probably reply to him, Kobe. Fuck it. Uh, (laughs) He goes, heard a podcast compare Luke Jackson to Mark Blitzarv saying that the role, that's the role he could play at the Dockers anywhere required. Do you like this comparison or will he be a generic, uh, generic ruck that goes forward? What do you think, Dil? Um, well, there's all those rumors about him being a big body mid. I just think, I think Mark Blitzarv's, what makes him so unique, he has an absolutely amazing tank. Staple chaser in his former life. But then like his body, it's just a mixture like he, you know, he's agile, he's a big bloke, but he can also play on like medium forwards, he can also play in the ruck. I, like Mark Blitzars will go down as a very underrated player. Mm. And I don't think there are other, there, there's another Mark Blitzars running around. Mm. I don't think it's Luke Jackson. What do you think, Cub? I as a Freo fan? don't think it'll be the, I don't think he'll be anything like what Blixarves is. Um, I would like to see him play in the in the guts, maybe like five minutes spurt here and there. Mm. Um, but I think mainly he will be he'll be a little bit more explosive than the traditional ruckman who rucks and mm. then goes forward. Yep. Purely because of how athletic he is. Fair. Don't think people need to get too excited about trying to reinvent the wheel here with Jackson. I think for Fremantle fans and many fans alike, stay open minded with what the prospects of Jackson in Fremantle colours could look like. Is he Going to be starting ruck over Darcy. Is he going to play more forward? We don't know, and only time will tell, i.e. pre-season. Well, let's be honest. With O'Meara now, you don't need Jackson to play as a mid. I think honest. it's... I think it's Even a, if it's for five minutes. Five minutes, is, put him in there. It is, it is an absolute stretch to think that Luke Jackson could end up being more like a Blixarves clone. Like, Massive. That's, that's, that's not going to happen. Blixarves can play... Any position on the ground. Yep. Comfortably. Any, any position on the ground, and he's got the tank to do anything because he was a steeplechaser. So let's keep that in mind. Jackson was Chase a basket. steeples. Yes. Very nice, that. Do you so yeah. caught any? We'll get into a little bit more football a bit later, but um, yeah, good good to see him in purple for, for many Freo fans. Yep. yep. Um, Alex Zanino, any coincidence at the FIA delaying the budget cap breach till after Max, Max wins the championship? Any coincidence, boys? Any coincidence? FIA doing weird things. Uh, not a coincidence. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, there's that many different things that have been said about this that I don't really know where to keep up anymore. I don't really know where to look. So um, now Red Bull have come out and said that catering was a part of their 
uh, breach their budget costs. So okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. I don't really know where to look at. It's this. one of those ones where it's going to be. It's almost like like any investigation into. It'll be anything. a fine because I don't really know if the FIA really know what they're doing either. Yeah, at this yeah. point, it's just it's going to be hard to tell until it comes out. Yeah. And we we said last week what we probably thought the consequence should be. So can't do much there. Uh, Corey Wilson, is it just me or did North somehow come out on top of the Francis Mega Trade? We'll talk about that in a minute. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, Kane Sarich, who is the greatest of all time in motorsport? Oh, motorsport. There's a few in that. So Michael Schumacher's one that you can think of. Valentino Rossi's another one you can think of. Um, Peter Brock. We're going to have to go Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton, obviously. Lewis Hamilton. What about Um, your your mates in the uh, supercars? Jamie Wincup. Wincup. Eight-time champion. Yeah. So Craig Lowndes. Craig Lowndes. There's... Guaranteed, there's people that we've missed. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. We haven't even spoken about NASCAR. Like, let's be real. Yeah, we do. Tell you can racer? we name one NASCAR driver? Pete O'Sullivan. Is that real? No. <laughs> they were the brothers. Who are the two brothers? That yeah. Used for ages. And used to watch on oh, um, Jimmy Johnson. Rick, yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Johnson. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Fuck you went first, you're last. That's correct. Yeah. What do you mean? You come second? No, it would be forward. either Schumacher or Lewis. Yep. Uh, Brock Russell, most underrated and overrated sports. Underrated and overrated. In general and to watch. Um, In I'll be honest. And to watch. This is going to go against a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Golf overrated for me. I was just Correct. about to say that. So for me, <laughs> I think we can all agree. And I, I can talk shit about them now. It is a sport that you love. If you like, obviously love watching. If you're a lover of it, I think my washing's done. Yeah, your washing is done. But everyone usually only tunes in for the Masters and only tunes in if Tiger's playing. Mm. Let's be real. Look, I will say, I will say about golf though. From working in golf uh, <laughs> for a while, I have a new appreciation for the actual skill needed to play golf. Of course, no, no, stop, Kobe. But, no, Kobe. But stop. hey, hey, stop. It is overrated because it is fucking boring. Kobe, stop. Stop, because I don't want any people coming out here saying, oh, I hate golf and I don't think people are skilled and fucking NFL's just big 400-pound blokes standing on the end. Oh, I get it. Skol- yeah. Golf is extremely hard. However, I believe it's overrated. I, yes. It is overrated. Underrated? Un- underrated. Ice hockey. For me, baseball. Very good point. Especially to watch. To watch. Uh, just the typical American too many ads, but in terms of the actual game, baseball. Underrated. I'm going to go ice hockey underrated. Um, Another underrated one, squash. No, it's not. Why, why would it be underrated? Explain. Because it's fucking fun. To watch? And it's good to watch. To watch? Yeah. Have you seen when they play in the glass cage? I'm going to say underrated. Deal. deal, underrated. Poker. <laughs> is that a sport or I don't art? think it's a sport. No, it is a sport. It is, is it, on is ESPN. Art form. It is a sport, mate. It is categorised. It is categorised as a sport. Yes, it is. Poker. Why? Is underrated. How? What do you mean? I don't think it is. We're not getting underrated. Into... Dodgeball. Yeah. Like... If we're getting into sports, is like is fucking darts a sport? Yes. Yes. So you wouldn't think that poker's a sport. But darts, you're like you have an aim. You darts takes athletic ability. ability. All I'm saying, and I haven't looked into the definition, but. Poker is on ESPN, which is a sports yeah, no, TV show. No, 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 no. You've, you've compared the wrong sport. What do you mean? So you're saying it's a sport then? Chess. Is that a sport? Well, but um, this is going away from my uh, my topic. No, you've compared it to darts. That's wrong. Yeah, you have wrong. to compare it to chess. That's a very good point. Yes, well done. But I'm saying poker. It's a board game. Mm. No, it's, yeah, game. Sport. <laughs> no, that's Poker's a game. Yes, it is a sport. Just because it's a game doesn't make it a sport. You know what's a game? Hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> Fuck it. Hell, that's a sport. <laughs> They've all got world championships. Does it but no, make yeah, it a sport? We've no, gone down a massive rabbit hole. I'll be know. honest, something that really I find underrated, Olympics. Yep. Yep. Uh, Benny Pohl, what sport did you really know. like? Oh, sorry. Quickly. Cycling. Tour de France. What sport did you really like <laughs> and want to be good at, but after attempting it, realised it wasn't for you? Oh. Uh, quite easy one. I could have been an anything tennis player. Quite really? Easy. Yeah, played tennis as a junior. Loved it. Then just fell out of it. Fell out of love with it because of cricket and footy. Bag my parents continuously nowadays. Going, we could be millionaires now because yeah, I would be. Enough. I'll be pretty much hanging out with Bernard Tomic right now. Yeah. If, All right. If I played tennis, I would love to still be playing basketball, mm. but was not good enough to go the next one because you're fucking white trash. Well. Well, basically, <laughs> not bad. Um, I don't, I, 
I don't really have one of these. I used to do athletics and I hated it. I, I liked it quite a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have never seen Deal Throw a Discus. Oh, big man. Oh, that used to be the highlight of inter-school carnivals. Oh, it's yeah. pure. It's, I'd it's be pure. I'd be fucking struggling in the fifteen hundred coming last, and then I'd look over. Dill's in the middle of the field, just chucking a discus sixty meters. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But then there's um, the people the people that do athletics are weird. So yeah, I went and played yeah. cricket. Same same with people that I, play cricket. I went and played cricket instead to the, go with the weirder blokes. Um, <laughs> Benny Pohl again. If you could only use one piece of cutlery for the rest of your life, what would it be? I think I'm going with a fork. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it has um, to be a fork. It has to be a fork. Yeah, it has to be a, a knife because oh, it's for the rest of your life. That would fucking suck. Maybe a spoon. Maybe a knife. Spoon. I'll be honest. Well, I how are you meant to eat like watery things like soup? True. How are you going to cut things with a spoon though? That's a I'm lot of not, pressure. That's, wait, that's actually you can do it. I'll be honest. I'm going to go knife. Multi-purpose. Oh, that's disgusting. Like, no cut. How you are you going to eat pasta with a knife? Well, you poke with the end. Wait, that's the best case just, I got. It's multi-purpose, mate. Maybe I don't eat pasta. I don't That's fucking. Ridiculous. I don't fucking eat soup anyway. I'm on a fork. Straw. I'm on a spork. Oh no, cheating! Cheating. I understand draft classes play a part in this, but in your opinion, which sport is the number one pick the who, most who, who, valuable? Who, who ben again. Then again. The number Shit. one pick most valuable. I understand draft classes play a part, but what opinion? In your <sighs> opinion? Oh, NBA is well, number one. NBA yeah. has to be the one. Yeah, well, I there's think five people on a court. Yeah, five people on the court. That number you have one the most effect. Yep, like fuck. We talk, spoke about Victor Wambanyama. Mm. He's going to be the number one pick, and he's going to be generational, changing for any organization. So, mm. I think NFL would probably be second if you drafted. Yeah, but it player that makes but, an instant impact. But it depends on your draft class, and that's usually a quarterback. And if it's not a quarterback, it's a bit of a dud. So, um, NBA is probably the one, if I'm honest. Before anything else, football. There's 18 players on the field. Um, yeah, and it has to be NBA for me. Do yeah. any, any no, I agree. No, yeah, I agree. Cool. Um, Clay Stone comes in. So we've got two left. Clay Stone comes in with a um, simple... Wait, Clay Stone. Yes. Clay Stone. Good Gosnell's man. Yep. Simple yet highly effective question. Please tell me his nickname's like Pebbles or something. Who is your favourite cricketer and AFL player of all time? Ooh, favourite... Favourite cricketer and footballer. Yep. Oh, God, here we go. Um, favourite cricketer... Ooh, actually, no, you guys go first. Got to think about this. Favourite cricketer? Jason Gillespie. Done. Dizzy. Favourite footballer? Matthew Pavlich. Yeah. Um, Favourite cricketer? Mitchell Johnson. Up on the wall. Um, Favourite footballer of all time? Now, it's hard. Really hard. Because for a long time there, my boy was Martin Nikoski. And then Jack Jack Redden. I I like Jack Redden as a lion. So I think I'm going to have to go with Jack Redden. Wow. Have I'm you listened to his back chat? Not yet. Mm. Gonna have to be a bit of an asshole here. Two for cricket. One's a batter, one's a bowler. Makes sense. Shane Warne with the ball. Batsman Ricky Pony. Um, get a bit further. Footy difficult, but it's pretty hard to go past Ben Cousins. Yep, that's fair enough. And then the last one: white man can't jump. That's a uh, big cheese again. Actually, so he's going in. Um, what is your best kick-on story? I've got too many that cannot be mentioned on this pod. Well, give us a give us a um. What do you call it? No, like PG I'm version. Giving, I can't. PG there's, version. There's no PG versions of R plus rated stories. What about you? <laughs> give us a come on. Give us a good one. Kick on. Melbourne after the grand final. Okay. Walk into Crown. <laughs> Walk into Crown. Yep. Walk into Maccas. Mm. There's 40 girls sitting there, and I go, hmm, what's going on here? <laughs> this is interesting. Yeah. AFLW Swans team. Yes. And I go, hmm, go and sit down in the middle. Of course you do. Girls go, hey, look, um, I don't know who you are. I don't know Fuck what off. you're doing here. Fuck but, off. Um, Fuck do you off. want the rest of this quarter pounder? Do you want the rest of this Big Mac? And that's probably the better, that's probably the best one I've got that can be that's said it. here. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Just ran, ran into the Swans. Uh, Dill, at 7am. I'm going to ask you, Dill, do you have one? Because I've already got one for you, which has been mentioned on this pod before, so it's already been given that verified tick of approval. Kick-ons. Kick-ons. I think mentally for you, the happiness you had about post-meatball story. Oh, that was... <laughs> that was almost... But that was a kick... Was that kick-ons? Was that technically... What... 
Just, uh, hence why I said the mental. Wait, you laying in te- bed at home. Technicality. Yeah. Technicality mm. is going to the second. No. Place technically kick-ons. No, no. Your night is finished. You're kicking on, going back, having a few drinks at someone's house. X, Y, Z. Yeah, see, I just don't do that. I, know. I just abuse Dion Prestia in the bathroom and go home. Yeah, that's why I said mental state for you when you got home. That was your kick-ons in your I own head. So, that's a hard one. It's a hard one. Um, hard one to answer on such a PG-rated podcast as we are. We that's a hard one, and I've told such a bad story. Correct. Mm. That's a boring um, story. Don't come for me for that, please. <laughs> okay, so that is uh, the People's Voice at 25 minutes. So oh, you, if you took the over, you got that one. Um, so we got P, uh, power rankings. rankings from last week. Ben, Big Cheese, um, neither have done anything to lose a spot. Um, Brock Russell. Where were you, Brocky? Where was he? Mm. Smoky Doors. Mm. Unheard of. He? Now, I'm just going to say what I think. Go. And then you can come in. Are you saying Jackson the three? I am saying Smokey stays in but moves to at least four. Yeah. I'm saying Brock Russell out, Jacko two. Okay, but this is the thing. I have to... Then who jumps to five? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm looking. Guys, can I please just... Maybe maybe a bit of pebbles. I don't like this. I don't like this. Sorry, Brock Russell was in. I apologise to Brock. I don't like this. He had the most underrated, overrated sports. He stays in. I don't like this. The process that you two run... With this power rankings is too emotional and too quick and too rapid. Brock, I'm sorry, you are staying in, so you don't have to worry about that. Brock will. There, he's not listening to me. Smoke I don't really want to listen to you either. I think our people do because you overtake every other segment that we do, and this is ours. That's fine. Well, that's why I'm not going to give my. <laughs> and this is why I'm not going to give my opinion for the rest of the show. So that's Wouldn't, a shame. Um, ben. I hate how you do that. Why? Don't suck it because we've said one thing. I'm what not, is, what I is drive you, this podcast. I know my what value. What is you talking about? What is you talking about? The power ring has got to do with what you got to say with the. We're very one week at a time. Is what I'm saying. We need to take into more of account. If Ben Palmier, here's my question. You don't look ahead. Here's my question. If Ben Palmier or Big Cheese do not put do not put a question in, yes, next week, both of them. Yep, or one of them. Yep. Yep. Do we push them back a spot because of one week of weakness compared to 20 weeks of pure quality? Why anyway, we... I'm going Ben. <laughs> Who's question. This is my question. If Big Cheese came next if week... Big with, quick, if, if, so you're saying yep. Big Cheese has a question next week? No, no, no. If Big Cheese comes with four questions next week, like he has been, and there is no Ben, I would happily overthrow Ben. Wow. Because... Big Cheese has been giving us as many questions as Ben. They're like this. See, you take the one and the two too literal. Really, it's 1A, 1B. No, no, don't give me that deal. I no, am I'll a. tell you right now. You can't. Then ben, let's change the podcast. Let's change the rankings. Ben yet. is Roger. Yes. Oh, my God. Who's second? Sorry? <laughs> Who's second? Big Cheese. Big Cheese is Nadal. Nadal. And then Jackson's now third? Correct. I'd say Jackson's Grigor Dimitrov. He's got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I, I I know the people are on my side with this. I know they are strong with me. It's, I just feel bad for them if they have a, a week of just things happen in their life that they get so heavily scrutinised for that one week. Why do you week. keep saying that you've heard from the people? No one messages you. No you one messages you. No one messages you. You are you not the man my, of the people. You don't check my DMs. <laughs> yeah, go on, fly away. You don't check my DMs. But my pe- the people have spoken to me and I'm relaying their thoughts. They haven't. I walked down the street with you the other day and the people were booing you as you walked past. And that's fine. At least at least, at least, people know who I am, Kobe. Alrighty. People's voice done for the week. Thank you very much. 28 minutes now. Footy. Trade period. What a period, Is it the biggest ever? Yep. Was it the biggest? It was the biggest ever. Um, how do we want to? How do you want to roll this deal? It's well, a lot to unpack, mate. Do we want to just? Do we want to get through the deals? Do you want to get oh just the big deals, mate? Since the last pod, yeah. All right, let's go this. All right, so uh, f- uh, first one here, and we'll talk about them. Actually, we'll talk yep, about the trade down. period goes for two weeks, yes, week and a half, yes. All right, first that one sucks. So we're gonna go in um, just what I've got on my screen here. Freya receive Omira, Hawthorne receive Lloyd Meek, and a future second. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do we think about this for a fan? I, I don't really know what to think. So keep in mind as well that Hawthorne are paying a hefty salary of part of um, Omira's salary. Yes. I don't know. It's an interesting one. I don't really know. I don't really know where he fits. It's a pretty... Now, this will be a trend across this segment deal. I'm very much a fan of proven players mm-hmm. compared to potential picks. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different with clubs like North Melbourne, which we will get into. But 
if you're taking Jago O'Meara, who's played, forgive me, I don't know exactly, but around 150-plus AFL games. No, not that many. Oh, 150? Not, not that many. I think you remember he, he missed about 120. He, he missed two and a half seasons. So about that, about that range anyway. Yep. Right, so someone has been in the system for eight, ten years. Yep. And you're giving out a future second pick of which no one has any idea who's going to be in that selection. Mm-hmm. And a ruckman that doesn't play for you. It's pretty simple. You've bought in a player who's going to play in your best 22 round 143 one. games. Yep. More than we thought. He's going to play a, He's going to play round one. Yep. That is a win. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I really like it. I just think it's... A lot of people say like you had things in the you had players in the waiting to replace Monday. Yeah. But unproven players. That's unproven the and Omira, he's actually been relatively injury Solid. free the last two years. Yep. I think it's like twenty one and twenty one games yep. or twenty one and twenty two yep. games. He is that he is that for, for Omira and you keep in mind that they're not paying his whole salary either mm-hmm. Fremantle. Yep. Last year the question was you had Andy Brayshaw, Caleb's wrong, can you go with? And he did at times. All right, seriously. And then you had and then you had Will Brody. Yeah. You've got Jago Amira who's been there thereabouts and is gonna help that midfield brigade mm. on top of the Fife and, and others. Darcy, Jackson, Brayshaw, Sarong, Brody, O'Meara. Yep. That's a very good midfield. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. So and, yeah, and, and then you are you are you would you say you're just about entering the window? And then on the brim of that you've got Aish Erasmus. How many years till you're entering the window with that midfield? Last year. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. So that was the start. So we creaked the window open. So the thing is, if you're in finals, anything can sort of happen. So our free man or final side, with, and we'll get to it with Rory Lobb going out, it's probably a greater question to have. But I think you. I think that's... Fremantle's... I think you're going to make top fours. Mm, yeah. They're going to have to figure out a few things. Going to have to figure out where our goals are going to come from. Yeah. So because Rory Lobb to Western Bulldogs uh, for a pick 30 and a future second. Yep. Done and dusted. Yep. What do you think, Kobe, being a Fremantle man? Um, I'm pretty happy to see the back end of Rory. Yep. If I'm honest. Yep. Even though Rory, to be brutally honest, probably won you a handful of games. Yeah. No, 100%. I see the value in Rory Lobb. Yep. Absolutely. It's pretty hard not to. Mm. But the games where he is bad, mm. he's... Very bad. But my thing with Rory is that, and people may disagree with me on this, Rory doesn't lose you games. No. He's won you games. Yes. There's a big difference. So when he's not firing, it's not like he's having that much of a stinker that it's directly correlating. Like, for example, if your fullback had a stinker, that's a bit more of a big one, if that makes sense. Well, it's, I mean, unless you're kicking 0-6, it's pretty hard as a key forward to lose you a game. But it's that... Dogs get Rory Lobb. That helps their key position stocks. That's a massive win for the dogs. Do we know how it fits? Not no. really, but that's the Bulldogs to sort of figure out. But from a Fremantle perspective... The way they've conducted themselves this trade period, I hope the dogs just sink. Um, you're relying on an Amos. You're relying on Tabner to get fit, which is going to be a big question mark. <sighs> relying on Fife. I'll be honest with Lob out. You probably become a little bit more versatile and a little bit more unpredictable, which... Is Might exciting help. in a way. You just don't know how it's going to look. So we'll find out pre-season early rounds of the year for Freo. Yep. Uh, Collingwood receive Tom Mitchell pick 25. Hawthorne receive Cooper Stevens and a couple of um, thirds. And then Geelong get Ollie Henry. What do you think, Dill? Um, yeah, love it. Love it for uh, Collingwood, that is. Um, Again, Hawthorne playing a fair bit of the salary as well. Yeah, Hawthorne playing salary. They get pick 25, which... Um, I think just if pick 25 for Ollie Henry was done on its own, it probably mm. would have been sufficient enough. Um, and then, yeah, they get Tom Mitchell, who i said many times on this pod, I think cops a bit of flack for the um, exaggerated touches. But I think if for, for a while there, if Tom Mitchell isn't in your um, midfield rotation, then you struggle to get the ball out. So I yep. really like this for them. They've eyed Tom Mitchell as being, what well, was one of Collingwood's big weaknesses this year, is their ability contested to get clearances ball. and contested ball. Tom Mitchell is arguably one of the most impactful players in that area over the last five, maybe eight years. Is he the same player that he was five years ago? No. You could argue no. You could um, argue that's because of the positions he's been put into. Exactly though. right. So um, Alastair Clarkson, Tom Mitchell, was a very, very good footballer in a poor team. Um, under Sam Mitchell played in a bit of a different role so yeah it'll be intro- interesting to see the only thing is 29 years of age question got asked previously in our people's voice can he keep up with a quick midfield 
begs, begs to be, oh, shit, we don't know. We don't know. So Does he have to keep up with a quick midfield? It's not really going to be his role. Yeah. His well, role is going to be thing. in and under this as a distributor. Is, and we spoke about Collingwood a couple of weeks ago. I think Collingwood take, still think they make the eight, but they take a bit of a step back just in regards to they're bringing in more of McRae's players that he sort of wants, which may I don't necessarily think they fit into the same system that they played last year. Mitchell, contested footy, a bit more clearance, things they didn't really value or didn't go so well in last year. McStay comes in. Can we really trust Daniel McStay, McStay next to a Brody Meyer check? And I know Billy Frampton's come in. Where does he come in? Is he a bit more of a role Bobby player? Hill. Bobby Hill's probably one that we like because that fits the Dude, MO that we saw. Picked up a few. They have picked up a few, but they don't have many picks going into the draft now. So it will be interesting to see how it all looks, but... If you bring someone, a Brownlow medalist, into your club who's not, you know, past it, then um, it certainly should complement. It's just mm-hmm. hard to see where clubs are going to see fit, fit, especially before the draft. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, Josh Dunkley gets done to the line. So they receive Dunkley, a future third, and a, um, sorry, and another third tied to Melbourne. Bulldogs receive pick 21, a future first, and a future second, and a future fourth. This was a big trade, wasn't so quite it? A, this this quite was a the big one. Quite the a, second big quite one, Quite a big pick haul in the end. Yeah. yeah. Brisbane, first, Brisbane didn't have a lot of needs, did they? And they've gone and got Gunston and Dunkley, Dunkley yep. which probably fits the two needs that they had. Help they, for Nocky Neal and another goal scorer. Yep, and they bring in two kids into the draft, which help them for the future, yeah. in Jasper Fletcher and Will Ashcroft. So Who are both going to be very good. Um... I'm not sold on Brisbane. I think what they've done is a fantastic trade period and they can do what they can do and they'll do their bit in the draft. But what were their weaknesses last year? It was all defence and in opposition ball, really. So, yeah, not sold exactly that um, Brisbane probably went to the well um, in the right way. But when you've got a player... Try, try win a clearance against Dunkley and Lockie Neal. Oh, without a doubt. With a little bit of, you know, sprinkle of the youth as well with humour cluggage as your third best midfielder. Mm. That will be difficult. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Now this was two separate transactions. We're going to read it as one. Um, Melbourne receive Lockie Hunter and then Josh Shackey. Bulldogs get a fourth and a third. I so, love this. I really do love this for Melbourne. To be uh, which part of it? Uh, the Hunter one in particular. Yep. Yep. So you're going to have um, forgive me, Dill. Who was the wing in the Melbourne Grand Final? You had Langdon on one. Who was the other? Was it Jordan? No, it was someone else on the other wing. Brayshaw. Yes, Brayshaw. Yeah, it was Brayshaw, actually. So you had two high-quality wingers. This time around for Melbourne, you had Salem out injured, so Brayshaw went to half-back and made Jordan the wing. You bring two genuine... You have two genuine class wingers now. Lockie Hunter and... Because Brayshaw's probably better inside or yeah. at half-back. Yeah, exactly. So now you can almost set and forget your ring- wings and have maybe have Jordan go in there as that third wing rotation and you can utilise your strengths of... Your Brayshaw, your Oliver's, Patrackers, instead of having to worry about, okay, is, you know, Brayshaw going to go out to a wing or whatever that might be. So I love that deal. And Shaki, he can go either end as insurance. So Wiedemann hadn't hit for, um, and this is obviously a future deal that he went to Essendon, but Wiedemann hadn't hit for the Demons. So out goes to the Bombers. In comes Shaki, fills a role with all shit yeah. um, fails. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Wiedemann to Essendon, um, Francis to Sydney, interesting one, bit of a really revival. Ha- really happy with that for Sydney, yeah. Bit of a revival pick there, uh, Frampton to Collingwood. Big one yesterday, um, Hopper to Richmond. So they landed both their boys, that's huge. Uh, Richmond receive Hopper, a third and a fourth. GDRS receive 31 and a future first. Yeah. A lot of people are saying this could be the robbery of the draft, of, yep. sorry, of the trade period. Yeah, it's brilliant for, again... Richmond bringing in that genuine player, aren't they? They're bringing in Jacob Hopper and Tim Taranto um, via the trade period. GWS, we'll get onto them in a little bit. But what do you think? Do you happy with or Kobe? You're Which happy one, with, sorry? You happy with Hopper going to? Oh, that's huge. Oh, oh, that, Taranto and Hopper. That's where where does Richmond huge. sit then for you guys? They'll push the top four, mm-hmm. if not so. make it. Yep. What do you think, Dill? Oh, I, yeah, I think oh, they're easily. They're, they're now easily top eight. Um, they're easily in that mix. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden the top four race, you got eight teams trying to get in the top four. It's brilliant for the league. Yeah, it's yep. awesome. Uh, GWS fucked it again. Um, oh, why is this doing this? Next trade. Now, this is <laughs> this is the one that's been on the talking point. 
rumoured for the whole trade period, ended up coming to uh, fruition. Jack Bowes and pick seven for a future third. Yep. You understand why it happened? Oh, that is just... You understand why it happened, but when you look at it... Oh, my God. It's so disgusting. So, this is the thing. I'm going to go people on this. So disgusting. I'm going to go people on this. So, people want clubs to trade freely. Yep. And they want to see... People sitting there going, how the hell could Gold Coast just get a future third? All right? That looks shit. Geelong's clearly won that. That's not fair. Rah, rah, rah. But they're the same people that are going, oh, but let clubs just trade whatever they want and let's have open slather. So... You can't have both, if you ask me. It's clear why Gold Coast have done this. They want to get salary relief, 850k, out of their books, and they're willing to give up bows and a pick seven for it. So they get back not only pick a third rounder, but they get salary relief for this year and the future. So that's, they can re-sign their that's big players. Hogwash. Sorry? That's hogwash. What do you mean it's hogwash? Like, just like... Hogwash. I can't like... Did you say that? Yeah, that's hogwash. Mm. I just like... Like, I don't... Like, what... like. Two years of salary relief. Like, like, what are they? What are you going to do with it? Pay some other grub. Max, you got you got King. You've got Lacocious. You've got all your another Rory Atkins. You got got, no. You got Anderson. You got Rao. You got these guys that um, that Gold Coast need to re-sign to fit into the salary cap of which that eight hundred and fifty grand that Jack Bowes was on wouldn't allow it to happen. Hence, why they're getting rid of it. I just don't know. Like, like I, I understand salary dumb, but like the the initial thing was. Pick seven and bows. Yep. That was that from the start. Like, we didn't even see any attempt to, like, just dump bows. Mm. Because at the end of the day, like, Geelong have done the trade, broken the contract up, so they're not actually paying yep. 850 at all. And that's on Geelong. That's not on Gold Coast. 100%. This, yep. Oh, for Geelong, this is awesome. Yeah, of course. But it's yep. like, if you're Gold Coast, like, like, why start negotiations with number seven? Why start rumours with number seven? Like, I just don't understand. And at the end of the day, I hate that Jack Bowes was able to nominate as well. Yeah, that's that's a separate. This is the whole. That's the whole thing for me with this. That's like, the separate thing. So like, I actually don't care about Gold Coast dumping pick seven because they fucked themselves. They had to do it. I don't care about Geelong being in their position because you do it. Hmm. However, the fact that Jack Bowes was able to, because I am sure somewhere out there, if it went to a bidding war, they could have got a fucking better than a future mm-hmm. third. What is that? Pick 60 mm-hmm. if it was a bidding war. But it's yeah. not because Jackie Bowes nominated Geelong. I hate it. Another thing here too for people hate to it. forget. Everyone's – it's amazing, Kobe. Before this trade period, did you know who Jack Bowes was? Of course. Yes. A few did. Not everyone. <laughs> Jack Bowes was He's not playing. Player. Was not playing for Gold Coast. Because he was injured. Yes. All right. But was he in their best 22 if fully fit? You could have the argument no. No, you can have the argument yes, he was. All right. But not as an inside mid. Which is the position that he wanted to play. So well, sorry, Jack, but you're not going to get that at Geelong <laughs> well, either. Well, apparently he's going to get it at Geelong. That's why he nominated there. So um, I don't see the issue with it. I just find that a lot of people go, let's go, oh, we want all this trade, all this movement, rah, rah, rah. But then when there's one trade that's a bit left of centre and there's a clear winner, then everyone, oh, nah, nah, toys out of the cot. I if don't you know think, what I mean. I don't think in a trade like that you should be able to nominate. I agree. Well, well I, I don't think agree. Gold Coast should um, so then, honor it. So then, if he does nominate, so that's just go. I, we're we're exactly. going. We're going to get the best deal for you. Yep. So then, that's the broader discussion around that. So here's the question: Would Gold Coast have got a better deal if it was just open slather? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. During the week, people asked Patrick Dangerfield, who is the president of the AFLPA, when or if it's going to be likely that clubs can do whatever they want, and he said no because players don't make enough money yep. to set themselves up in a place where they don't have family support if they're going exactly back right. there or something like that. Uh, yeah. And you look with Geelong too. I mean, you so look at the NBA, people are making $20 million a year. So, yep. you know, you want to buy a house or somewhere you got yep. traded yesterday and you didn't know it was happening. Yep. It's not hard. But still, so in a situation like that, he should not be able to nominate. Yep. So with this deal as well, so the Brody Grundy one's one that's also deal's going to bring up to the... Demas taken on Brody Grundy and yeah, well let's go to it now. Brody yeah. Grundy for pick twenty seven. So that you look at pick twenty seven, Collingwood are paying six hundred and fifty or rumoured to be paying mm. a fair amount of Brody's salary over yeah. the four years remaining. Mm. So six hundred and fifty over four years doesn't seem like that 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 amount like too much if you know what I mean. Whereas the Jack Bowes one eight hundred and fifty for Gold Coast in that one year is a heck of a lot. 
Hence why the AFL, I guess, gave it the tick of approval mm-hmm. and seemed it to be okay. Yep. Um, bloody hell, there's been a lot of trades. There's plenty uh, We of spoke a. about these last week, so we can go Luke Jackson. Yep. Luke Jackson to the Fremantle Dockers. Got From man For pick 12 or 13, was it? Pick 13 and yep. a future yep. and a sweetener, I think. Yep. yep. And then it was pick swaps late. But How happy are you, Cobes? I don't really know how to feel, to be honest. What do you mean? I don't know. We got him in. Fuck we'll deal. Okay, go. I'm going to go you here, Cobe. Fremantle have It'll played finals. Good. Fremantle have played finals for the first time in a long time, mm. winning a final. Yes. Yep. You are now the number one team in the state in regards to preferred destination, yes. of which you have not been, arguably, for the last, fair say, eight. Ten years. Yep, ten years. Dylan, if West Coast were going well... Yes. Better than Fremantle. Yes. Would you say it's a fair guesstimate? He'd be at the Eagles. He would be at the Eagles. Correct. Dare say. Yes. All right. So to get O'Meara, to get Jackson. Yes. All right. Yes. Should be happy, shouldn't you? I am happy. But, but what this do you mean of, you don't know how to feel? Ones. This is one of the ones where I don't really know how it's going to work, and I want to see it. I am excited, mm. and I fucking really hope that it goes well. Mm. I really hope that it goes well because paying him a lot of money. Yeah, mm. I think he should be a bit more optimistic. <laughs> I think I think it will go well anyway because I believe in his talent. Yes, he's a fantastic footballer. Have Fremantle gotten better after this trade period? Mm. I would say yes. Yep. They have gone to the world with draft picks. They got two first round, well, dare say two two first rounders last year. Mm. Hayden Young's going to have more football under his belt, or that Jordan Clark's going to have more football under their belt. It's setting up to be promising time for Fremantle. So yep. yes, um, we're going to be good for a long time, 100%. and we're going to win like fifteen derbies in a they'll row. Make, they'll <laughs> yeah, make it most work. likely. They'll make it work. Um, two more trades. We're going to go through this one. Then the then one of the most controversial ones. Rankin to uh, Adelaide. Yeah, really Pick good for five. the crows. Really good for the crows. Pick five. Didn't Pick five is a lot. Just, yeah, I didn't realise it was just a sweep. Take but this is the, five. Another thing for Gold Coast, they get rid of seven, but they bring in five. So that's what they saw as well. So they were still going up. But they gave regardless. up the talent. No, I don't really yeah. like Isaac Randon that much. You look at Adelaide's forward line. They, now, all of a sudden, at, they've got a pretty good forward line. You got to, I don't like Isaac Rankin that much. Personal opinion. Look, I don't like him that much. Why? I don't think he's worth pick five. Even though he was pick three. What about pick six? No. Nah. <laughs> I wouldn't be giving up a top ten pick for Isaac Rankin. Okay. Well, unfortunately, he's valued to that and... Seems mm. like a pretty fair deal. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now let's do. This is our man, the White Walker. This is what he he's been waiting forty-seven minutes for us to go through this trade. We got uh, Port receiving Junior Rioli and Jason Horn Francis. Yes. Mm. The Eagles give up mm. Willie Rioli and pick two mm-hmm. and a future fourth. Something I like think, that. Something like four that. pick eight twelve. This year's draft. Yep. Pick eight and twelve, and a future second. Yep, and no, a future third, and a future third. Port Adelaide tied to. Yep. North yep. give up. Francis, one. Yep. And some lights. Something like that. For two, three, and a future first. and a late. A future, future first. first. Yep. Immediate thoughts, Dylan. Immediate thoughts. <laughs> Um, uh, let's not forget as well the GWS component as well. So GWS, oh, sorry, yeah, GWS picked up pick one. Yes, yeah, they got pick one and a flurry of swip swaps late. Yeah, um, North are just a, a shambles, honestly. Why? Because you look look at like at the end of the day, future fourths and, and whatever they mm-hmm. they cancel each other out. Mm-hmm. So you're essentially trading Jason Horn Francis, who you wanted to sell the absolute farm for, mm-hmm. and pick one for three for three firsts. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. Mm. That's not enough. Like we said last week with the Eagles, if you're trading pick one for pick three, that's a first in itself. Mm-hmm. You then want to give up Horn Francis for two or three firsts. You've mm-hmm. essentially traded Horn Francis for a future first. Mm, I'd argue two. Well, then that means you gave up pick one for. So I'm pretty sure they've got a future third as well. Anyway. But that means then it's very convoluted. You swap it because then you, well that basically means if they got two firsts for Francis. They went from one to three yep. for a future third. So, just want to be firm. Kobe, you got any thoughts on this? Oh, it's too much for my brain to handle. <laughs> so, for me, I think, and I'll bear with me, it goes with my theory, Port are the winners of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get, yep, they I get, agree. They get the two players. Yep, I agree. Like they get the two 
Yes, Jason Horn Francis played one year and he's not a proven commodity, but he's more of a proven commodity than fickle picks. Who knows who are going to be picked up. But this is the best situation North could have done, considering where they were. Mm. Last year, obviously picking up Jason Horn Francis, would you? could anyone predict this was going to happen? No. They now are in the position to pick up four players in well, first-round talents over two years to replenish their club. Can't worry about what's happened previously, but now you bring in the second and well, arguably the third and the fourth best player in the country, plus your own pick, which dare say will be top five next year, and Port Adelaide's future first next year, which is probably going to be around that 10 to maybe 15 mark. Mm. I think it's a massive win for North considering where they were um, before the trade period. Yep. Yep. If you bring Jason Horn Francis back, then it's going to be a massive media circus next year around what's, you know, Jason Horn Francis steps into South Australia. Oh my God, where's he going? Rah, rah, rah. It's a mass. You needed to make the deal happen. Yep. Um, I don't know. A lot of clubs was... are saying, a lot of clubs are saying, why would you get rid of pick one? But then I'm going, well, you're bringing in, you know, another talented uh, player. So I don't think he was very well liked at North either. That too. Cam Zerha made Obviously it look Cam, like that yeah, way, didn't That too, but a lot of, who, who knows what's going to happen, but does the kid have a talent to break open the AFL? Fucking absolutely. Yeah. So um, the kid could be anything. Hope he ends up with that talent because it would be great for the game. Mm. Um, and Port Adelaide have a fantastic future, it seems, with Rosie, Butters, a um, little bit of Wines, and, and now Jason Horn francis yeah. So I think a few people will want our thoughts on the West Coast one. People like to bag us for our West Coast takes. As a fan, what do you think, Dil? Uh, as a fan, I sat here this time last week. And I asked for a future second, and yep. I got it. So yep. I, I don't really have a problem with it. Um, the future, so it was meant to be eight and a future first, turned into eight and twelve. Yep. And then we got a um, second and a, third. a second, a second and a third, and we gave out um, like pick forty or something. Yes. So so they're they're clearly happy to drop back in the draft to yeah, drop pick back. up the WA boys. Take, people people take forget two. too, we've got four picks within thirty this year. Yep. So we got eight, twelve, twenty, and twenty-seven. And we've going. nailed our picks in the twenties in the last few years. Yes. By the way. Yes. So. Every chance um, the West Coast is going to try pick up one of the WA boys with their first selection at eight, um, even potentially at twelve. So, um, yeah, it seems like the top five is pretty set to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, but there yeah, could be anything after around that pick eight mark. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see if we can select at twelve. Cool. Well, that's the bloody trade. That's the trade period wrapped. Um, we've gone through pretty much all the trades. Got some winners and losers, deal? Yeah, we got some winners and losers. I won't spend too long on we won't spend too long on this because we pretty much said our thoughts um, while we're doing the trades anyway. But I got three winners, Go. three losers, three winners here, Geelong. Yep. Yep. Oh, they won. Bruin, Bose, Henry and Seven. They won. And they keep Radigalia. They won. Yep. Uh, number two, I'm going Richmond. Yep. yep. A lot of draft capital going out, but for the quality of players you're getting back, things outstanding. And at three, I have Fremantle. Yep. Because I reckon this time four years ago, I would have said West Coast won the trade period when we got in Tim Kelly. For sure. This one is sort of similar. He's much younger, I understand. Yep. But a lot of draft capital going out. I don't care. You got Luke Jackson. Yep. And Yager Amira. Yep. Beautiful. And Josh Corbett. Josh Corbett. Kobe? Don't forget about him. Kobe? Mine's the same. Same as? Same three. Yep. Show yep. me. Well, actually. <laughs> ah, yeah, mug. I thought about it, and I didn't have Fro, but I did have Port because I got Horn Francis, Rioli, and the other fuckhead. Who's the other fuckhead, mate? You have to be more. Another fuckhead. They're, they're Rioli. Horn Francis. Horn Francis. Rioli. Is that another fuckhead? They gave up Amon. Who was the other one? They got three, didn't they? No. Oh, take it back. Horn Francis is going to be a good player for the next three yeah, years. Um, my one in there is I know I mentioned them a little bit earlier. Not sure it's exactly that they feel the right needs, but Brisbane. Bringing in Dunkley, bringing in Gunston, yep. and getting enough picks, they believe, to not be in a deficit for the draft in 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Brisbane, for them, in the situation they were in, big win. Yep. Losers. Oh, you only had one winner. No, I had Geelong and oh, Richmond yeah, yeah. as well. Yep. Losers. Go. This is very hard. Gold Coast, losing pick seven. Easy one. What do you mean, pick seven? Well, they've lost pick seven. No, that was Gold Coast, mate. Yeah, I said Gold Coast. He said Gold oh, Coast. Oh, we said Giants. But I agree. Fucker. <laughs> I, I agree. Gold Coast for me. Um, yeah, salary dump, whatever. You still lose pick seven as a young team. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then Melbourne, lose Wiedemann and bring in Shaki. <laughs> and lose Luke Jackson as well. Shaki and 
Ben Brown leading your, leading the charge in your forward line. Oh, that's going to be so good to watch. Yeah. Disagree with the Melbourne one. I, I think oh, I just hate Josh Shackey. I think he's weak. They bring in pick, <laughs> they bring in pick 13 um, to replace. They were originally, I think, pick 17 or whatever they were. Sorry, Sydney had their first rounder, so they didn't have a first rounder. So they bring in a first, which is which is good for them. And they bring in Lockie Hunter, so I'm pretty happy with it. Wiedemann and Shackey, does it really matter? Yeah. Right. Um, my loss is a bit weird. So Giants. Yep, same. Bruin, Taranto, Hopper, Hill, out. Yep. Mm-hmm. They've got two remaining of their first select, two of their, out of all their first round picks since inception to 2020, yep. only two remain. And you know one thing, and one of the reasons why they are a loser, and this is one of the only times, because you you like you even just said for Melbourne, they bringing in a, even though they gave up Luke Jackson, they brought in a future first. They Those motherfuckers at GWS could bring in 32 future first. I don't care. You do not keep the players or you draft the same player and they sure. leave. So, so I don't care about them getting picks. They lost it. The thing with the Giants is that, like I mentioned with North, can't really help what's happened in the past. Mm. What you can do is worry about the future. Mm. So the guys they bring in in this draft forward, you need to fucking keep around. Yes. So whatever they put in place for that. Yep. Um, got a bit of a loser here with the Dogs. Okay. Yes, Lob comes in. I think that helps with their um, with their key position stuff. But Dunkley and Hunter going out, your club champion. I'm not too sure how that's going to look. Yep. Um, and I've got a really weird one as a loser. I've got Essendon in here. Okay. So Essendon, obviously, Francis goes out to Sydney, which is fine. Um, Wiedemann comes in. You're now going to have a forward line with Wiedemann, you know, bit of an unproven commodity. Mm. But they tried to bring in Dugowie at some point. Didn't really improve their draft hand or anything. Did, weren't too active in that space. Um, it made it awfully hard that um, Scott came in so late as the coach to do anything. Yep. I just felt they sort of. I guess and have got bigger worries in the trade period. They do. They've got to worry about they, their review came in and they've got to. It's essentially all we got to develop our own players. So yep. just felt that now they're going to go into another year with Peter Wright, who was their Crichton Medal winner, the best and fairest. Sam Wiedemann are going to be worried about and Harry Jones. Yep. So good luck to the to the Bombers. Absolutely. What a trade period. Massive, wasn't it? What a trade period. And I was about to say, if only we had it for longer, but then again, maybe it wouldn't have all got done. Yep. But please bring in a mid-season trade period because teams, there would be... <laughs> yeah, teams can... <laughs> so teams can still trade draft picks right up until draft yes, day. They can. Yes, um, so they can. Trade quick... some players on draft night. Oh, How fun would that be? Pick one that. for Tom Mitchell. But um, the the salary cap, or should I say the soft cap, is going to increase next year. So players are going to get a little bit more cash on buck. Up. Not too much, but enough. Yep, 100%. And also extra. There so. we go. Okay, and so we have decided that NBA is going to wait. So we are going to do a – we're doing our fantasy draft on Sunday. Yeah. We're going to do pod number two for the week. I think that's only the second time we've ever done a double-week pod. Yeah. We're going to talk about the NBA there because we don't want um, – We don't want to dilute – we don't want to dilute the product. Yes, So we've absolutely. got NBA starting next Tuesday, yep. which mm. everyone's fucking excited for. Oh, how mm. quick is it coming around? Um, mm. Haven't got my NBA hat on yet. I know I said this a couple of weeks ago, but mm. we'll be, it'll be on for the, for mm. the draft on – on Sunday, we're going to have yep. our race on the Saturday as well. I've found a race. Mm. So, I mm. oh know you guys are sore. What do you think about the format of the league now? Uh, I don't mind it. The I NBA league? The yeah, that, league. I've, that I've conjoined. Look, as a past winner, I think I should have had more input. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Essentially, there's more you money know, everywhere. Everyone's yeah. involved. Like more this. money across yeah, the more money. Across. So, All right, Kobe. More quiz. money, more problems. We've been switched to you. Handballing to you. The um, quiz. In an awkward move, this mm. quiz is about the NBA. Ooh. Oh, very good. So, we don't. It's a little bit about last season. Yep. It's a little bit about the upcoming season. Yes. And it's a little bit about the happenings in between. Okay. I haven't done a quiz for a long time, so I'm a bit rusty, I So there's a few different sort of questions. Yep. Um, What's the format? And I will tell you. Well, hurry the fuck up, mate. I will tell you how to answer the question before the question comes up. I'll I'll clearly verbalise my answer. That's how it works, Yeah, because you're a dick. Yeah, clearly. Um, So, Cobb, what is... (laughs) He looked at Dylan. What is Dill? No. No, you know what? Dill, your buzzer is Banchero. Banchero. Oh, as I learned today, it's said it's pronounced Bancaro. Oh, yeah, Bancaro. Cobb, you can be Wembanyana. Wembanana or Wembanyama? Wembanana. Wembanana. <laughs> okay. Just make it a little bit easier to say. Wembanana. So, question number one. Yep. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First to buzz in for this question. All right. Okay. Do we have to listen to the whole question first? Yep. Okay. okay. So I advise you do. 
This is why... You don't have to, but I advise you to. Deal with this is why I have issues with his quizzes, because you just... Well, you just shut up and listen. Yeah, okay. It'll be easy for you, mate. No worries. But you never tend to. No worries, Ledge. All right. Ledge. Champ. Anyway, what was the scoreline of the 2022 NBA Finals? And Banana. I'm going to go Bankero. Scoreline for the 2022... NBA Finals. Oh, yeah. 4-2. To who? Goldstone. Correct. Thank you. One zero. It's a pretty straightforward question. Catch up, banana. Question number two. Banana. Closest to the answer wins. Okay. Wins one point. How many points did Kevin Durant average last season? Bankero. One banana. Bankero. Well, you both get to answer. I'll put my name in because I wanted to, bro. Was last year his crazy year? I think so. 29.3. I was literally going to say the same. So I'll go 29.2. The answer is 29.9. Well done, yeah, dude. 2-0. Should have gone above. 2-0. Banana. Catch up, brother. Closest. Because if he wins, I want to... Closest to the answer. Wins again. Okay. 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 What was the Chicago Bulls record last season? One banana. Yes, one banana. 43. Wins. 43 and... Good that would make them 43 and 39. Yes. Still? Um, that's a good question. I know they definitely plateau, but I don't know if it's that... L- I'm going to go closest wins. So I'm going to go... Um, 45 and 37. Do it would be closest. It was 46 and 36. Ooh. 3-0. Interesting. Little so banana. each of you will get three guesses for this. Okay. First to buzz in. All right. Okay. So wait, so, okay. It's 3-0. Yep. Each of you get three guesses. Yep. Each of if us the get first it. one gets it wrong. Sure. Okay. Yep. Where is Paolo Banquero's father from? Banquero. Grace. No. When banana. Mm-hmm. Argentina. No. Can we do a bit more like continent 21 questions around this stuff? Oh, like, well, I'll there. give you a hint after if you get the second guess wrong. The United States. Incorrect. Ah. Italy. Correct. Oh, hey, nice. Very good. Do you want to know what the hint would have been? What, what? would it have been? His name's Mario. <laughs> ah, that would have <laughs> been a good There hint. you go. All right, so it's 3 1. Yep. Question How many questions, by the way? There's 10. Nice. Question number five. Who would have liked to hear this before? Hey, Dill. <laughs> Question number five. I'm out. You I'm didn't out even write the last two. I'm out of Come on, mate. What? Question number five. Greg Popovich, yes. before the season started, mm. he said, I'm here for the money, nothing else. When was his first season in charge of the Spurs? When banana. Yes, when banana. Duncan was drafted in 90. It was 97, first year. No, 96. 96. Hmm. Well, you've answered it now. Yeah, it's 96. Otherwise, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of having two guesses in oh, one shut shot. Up. So It's 96. Three, two it is. Thank you. Question number six. Yes. What number is John Wall wearing this year for the Clippers? Oh, oh shit balls. I do not have a clue. Oh. Do you know? I'll give you a hint. It's between 10 and 20. When Bankero. Banana. Yes, Bankero. Oh. <laughs> 11. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. Well done. Clearly. What's clearly, the fucking score? 4 2. Clearly, there's collusion there. 4 2. Kobe put two fingers up. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually stroked his leg 11 times. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Question number seven. In a thigh. Giannis Antetokounmpo had a series created about his rise to the NBA. It aired during the offseason. Oh. What was this show premiered on? Which streaming service? Oh, God. Bankero. Yes. Um, Amazon Prime. Incorrect. When banana. Yes, when banana. It's Dis- four two. Just remember. Disney. Correct. Four yeah. three. Have I watched it? No. Did no. I know? No. no. no Will not. I be watching it? No. Just quietly. It's six o'clock, and the light is still fairly up. Summertime. Yeah. Uh, sunset six thirty. Summertime is upon us. Yeah, Summertime is. is upon us. Yeah. Question number eight. Four two. Four three. Sorry. Four three. You cheat. Four three. Every NBA team will have a patch on their jersey this season. Who is it for? And Bank- what is? Yes, Bankero. It's for Bill Russell. Yes. That's one point. And what is that? Five three. And what is it? It's the number six. Correct. (laughs) Six three. Hey, why are you high fiving the fucking quiz master? Collusion. Two questions. Collusion. And it's six three. There will be a quiz one day. There will be a quiz one day. That I am not able to buzz in for because Kobe and Dill has completely colluded, and I feel this is heading in that direction. Because what was the actual question? You know, knowing? it just—it really what, just, what was the actual <clears throat> question? Every NBA team will have yep. a patch on their jersey this season. Yeah. Who is it for, and what is the number? Oh, that's elite. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dill, can we just be honest here for a second? I feel like every single one of my quizzes gets ruined because he just ends up sucking. 
Because how you do it is fucking shit, mate. Question number nine. <laughs> Which team is Dwight Howard playing for this season? Or when banana? Oh. Yes, when banana. I know it. Oh, no. I was thinking DeAndre Jordan. I know it. Go on, say a team. Say it. Western Look. Conference. What? Guess a team. Chicago Bulls. No, no idea. Ben Caro, he's not. He's not on a team. Trick question. He's a free agent. Whoa, Dylan! <laughs> See how I put it in your head to the same team? 7-3. Seven, 7-3. Seven, is this the last question? This is the last how question. How many points is it worth? It's worth one. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I hate your quizzes. 7-3, it's worth five points. Cobb, unfortunately, you can still win. Who said this at their team's media day? I made the playoffs last year. They didn't. That's the difference. When I'm glad that. Pat Bev. Correct. Wow. Get fucking Lost. on me. Let go! Oh. All I do is suck and win your quizzes, bitch. So, hey. you want to know the difference here? Hey. Ruins it. When that hey. happens with me and I win, I sit back and I go, oh, I didn't really win. No, because, Dill, all you do, and you've done it two weeks in a row now, is have a big lead and then blow it at the last minute. But Sucked in, bitch. You, he did that to stop you from sucking. Suck in, bitch. But also when you're Quizmaster, doing... Quizmaster, you can do whatever you want, mate. When you're doing... Well, like, quiz. Quizmaster, you can do whatever you want. Mm. Well, like after me. fucking screaming no, and taking two points you off, can't do win. No, you can't, can't Poor do sportsmanship. Can't do after... Bullshit. Can't do after the fact, mate. Thanks for the win. Hey, seriously. Seriously. When you do a quiz, yes, we are or, such or Regan. good contestants. <laughs> such good contestants. Because I explain everything clearly to both parties properly. Where, yeah, it's that's wait, the big. Even though I, I don't agree with either. That's actually wrong. Thank the amount of times I have to ask you what we're actually doing. Dylan Duncan is very high. <laughs> Alrighty, look so like seriously. Said, see you on Sunday. Yeah, we'll see you Sunday. I don't, Sunday. I don't really want to do it. I don't really want to see him. I don't really want to see him. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna phone him. <laughs> I'm gonna phone him. <laughs> phone a friend. All right, see you, baby. Out.